This is the podcast for busy professionals just like you who want less stress and more success. I'm your host, Therese Reichenberg, and I'll be sharing a unique blend of productivity, mindset, and innovation strategies to help you get results faster, but with a lot more fun. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Less Stress and More Success with me, Therese. I am your host. And today we're going to be talking about the permission to not be perfect. Yep, I'm giving you permission. Not that you need it from me, but let's talk about this. So there was a survey done on a number of self-made millionaires and it revealed something very interesting. Only 21% of those self-made millionaires were actually A-grade students. They received A-grades at school, in their final year at school. 41% of them were B students. They received B-grades. And 29% were C-grade students. So what can this tell us? Perhaps seeking A-grade work is not a determinant for success. So that's my interpretation. And obviously this isn't proper science for me to draw these kinds of assumptions and conclusions from this, but this is my interpretation. And I want you to hear me out because if we aim for B minus work, B minus quality output on your actions every single day, we're likely to be more productive. We're likely to create more, create more value, launch more products, do more marketing, take more action, try new things. And in turn, we will be more successful because the effort and time that it takes for us to be A plus as opposed to B minus is likely going to just give you an overall net negative return on your investment. It's sometimes called the law of diminishing returns. I'm sure you've heard about this in strategy, but it works the same with action. If we're trying to create quality output with absolutely everything, if we're trying to create perfection with everything, we're actually going to not produce as much. And it's going to give us an overall net negative return on our time investment. Sheryl Sandberg also speaks about this in her book, Lean In, where she says, done is better than perfect. And this phrase is also apparently plastered across the walls in Facebook, in their offices. Stephen Hawking the renowned physicist, he also shared with us that one of the basic rules of the universe is that nothing is perfect. Perfection doesn't exist. And that even without imperfection, if there wasn't such a thing as imperfection, we wouldn't exist. You or I would not exist. So we need imperfection to be productive. We need imperfection to achieve success. And so if you want things to come into being, if you want results in your life, you have to fully embrace imperfection. Now, I know that this is a tough one for you, probably you listening, as it is for me, as it is for my clients who are very often CEOs and directors of large organizations, we all still battle with this. We want to be perfect. We want to look good. But it's a consistent reminder that we need when you want to be productive, 
that perfection is not the goal. Production is the goal. Creativity is the goal. And that's what productivity is, right? It's production, producing something. Here's the simple formula of how it works. The more you produce, the more results you will create. The more feedback you will get, the faster you will achieve your goals. That's how it works. Four steps to achieve your goals. Let's go through that slowly. So the more you produce, let's just say that you are working with a team to launch a new product. Now you can spend a lot of your time perfecting that product and the processes around it, or you can launch a test product to a test audience without having it all completely figured out. You can launch multiple test products to a audience. The more you produce, therefore, the more results you create. So that's the next part of the formula. And results aren't always positive. When I speak about results, I'm talking about outcomes, things that allow us to have feedback, to know if something works or doesn't work. It's a result. It's an outcome. And these could also be deemed as many failures, so to speak. So you've launched your product to this test audience or multiple test products to an audience, and it might fail or not do as expected. But what you then get quickly is feedback. You get feedback on what worked or feedback on what didn't work, which you can then use to adjust and try again quickly. And imagine if you went down the path of launching a perfect product on the opposing side of things, spending lots of time and energy and money, making sure that everything was 100% right, and then launched it and it didn't succeed. Sure, you'll get feedback, but you'll have received the feedback much slower and you'll have to just go back and start again with wasted time and energy. The problem with so many people around perfection is actually that we don't want to receive negative results. We avoid that because we don't want people to be disappointed with us. And actually what we're saying is we don't want to be disappointed with ourselves. That's the underlying problem. That's the real problem. It's not that people will be disappointed with us. We take this on for ourselves most of the time. We believe that if they're disappointed with us, that will make us disappointed with us. So we avoid disappointment with ourselves which is why we just end up chasing perfection. And we keep ourselves so busy perfecting things and getting them right that we are always avoiding disappointment for as long as possible. But the truth is that disappointment is going to happen whether you like it or not. That's life. And when you're so busy perfecting your launch or your product or the thing that you're working on, you never actually produce anything. You never produce something of value. Or you produce very little of value. And so you're likely to just be disappointed anyway because you'll have fewer results, fewer bits of feedback, fewer opportunities to learn, and fewer successes. So the antidote is to embrace B minus, embrace imperfection, and embrace disappointment right now. Launch anyway, produce and create and take massive action anyway, and then figure out the solutions as you go. Let it be okay if someone is disappointed with you, a client or a colleague or a boss, because you always know that you'll figure it out. Disappointment is also temporary 
Because when you figure out the solutions, the imperfect solutions, and because you've been willing to embrace small disappointments along the way and negative feedback along the way, you'll get to your goal much faster. One of my clients actually shared something with me today where he said he felt like he was in a hurdle race where he solved something and then there was a hurdle and then he solved something and then another hurdle. And he explained it to me like there was something wrong, you know, that he had to do this all the time, that there was a hurdle and then he had to create a solution and then another hurdle and then he had to create a solution. But actually people participate in hurdle races for gold medals. They do it on purpose. And what I'm saying is that you can too, because that's what work and life is. It's just a hurdle race. There's a challenge, we create the solution. Another challenge and create the solution. And if you're embracing B minus and embracing imperfection every day, you're going to have a lot more hurdles and also a lot more solutions, a lot more results and successes, a lot more gold medals. So here are some other ways you can embrace B minus. Number one, focus on consistency instead of quality or perfection. Especially when you're trying something new. Very often we stop doing something when we're trying something new because we think it's not working. And actually the only thing that's going to tell us if it's working is through consistency. With enough time to create a habit or create a routine out of it or to create the skill that will allow us to get better at it, to see a positive result from it. So focus on consistency instead of quality. Don't always be looking for perfection or being good at something immediately. Give it time. Number two, choose the 10% of actions that you're willing to give A plus effort to. Because I know that some of you will just not be able to let this go. You'll have to have something where you're, where you're delivering your A plus quality effort to. So choose 10% of the actions or the projects or the goals or the tasks that you're willing to give A plus effort to. And for the rest, embrace B minus. And look at those specific tasks that you have. There may be some where you wish to give A plus effort or A plus quality to, and that's absolutely fine. But what I find with my clients is that they're trying to do this with everything all of the time. And rather, we should be separating these out. Number three, give yourself a time limit on tasks and honor the limit that you've set for yourself. But what I am going to say, there's a caveat here. So be realistic up front when setting those time limits, especially when you're learning how long something will take. You don't want to pressure yourself into achieving something in a short amount of time that's actually not realistic, especially if you don't know how long it's going to take. So give yourself enough time. I often say, if you've given yourself an hour, give yourself an extra half an hour. And just use that time and honor the limits that you've set for yourself so that you don't overspend time perfecting. Number four, be willing to release or launch or publish something at a C or a B grade level and use the feedback that you receive to fix and edit as you go along to get better. Use that feedback. That's how you learn faster, right? Is by getting the feedback to see, oh, this, this didn't work or this did work. Now I know. Now I can produce something again and try something again. And then number five, reduce the time given to certain tasks that don't produce high impact results. So 
make sure that you're not allocating a lot of your time to admin-related tasks or answering emails. So for instance, you can reduce the amount of time by answering emails in bullet form or short responses, if that makes sense for you. But reduce the time given to those very low-impact tasks. The aim of B-minus work is not to reduce quality. It's to increase output. Because if you increase output, you get more results. You get more feedback and you learn faster, which means you succeed faster. B-minus is still good. The world is driven by B-minus. Self-made millionaires are all B-minus. And done. B minus is always better than perfect. I hope you have an amazing weekend. Bye for now. 